This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayeshev Tavshin Pe'alef. This parsha we learn of the Maisa Mechiris Yosef of the brothers selling Yosef. Right after Shani, Paraglamazayin, Posach Havalef, the Posach tells us, Vayishma Ruvain Vatileyum Yadam. Ruvain heard what the brothers wanted to do and he saved them, he saved them from their hands. Vayomer Lona Kinun Afesh. Let's not kill him. Let's not kill him by hands, let's throw him into the pit. And they threw him into the pit. And then Yehuda says, why should we throw him in a pit? Let's sell him. Ruvain is not there. Ruvain comes back. Ruvain comes back and he sees Yesus is not in the pit anymore. He wanted to take Yesus and save him, but he's not in the pit anymore. Yoshev Alechav, he comes to his brothers, The boy is gone, and where can I go? The Medrash Lekach Taif tells us what was so devastating to Reuven over here was the fact that Reuven felt he can do tshuva for saving, by saving, by saving Yosef. He felt that he can do tshuva for what he did with the story of moving his mother's bed when Yaakov moved the bed after Rachel died, and he moved it into Billah's tent, and Reuven went and he moved it into his mother's tent. And that was wrong, and he was doing tshuva for it, and he felt that by saving Yosef, he can do tshuva for it. And now that Yosef is not here, how can he do tshuva? That's what the Medrash says, the Medrash Lekak Taif. The stipler, in his Birchus parrot asks, he says, what's the connection between saving Yosef and doing tshuva for what he did moving his father's bed into his mother's tent. And he explains as follows. That the Gemara tells us in Shabbos and Nun Heim that anyone who says Reuven did an Avera is wrong. Chas Vashon, Reuven didn't do an Avera with his mother. The Avera was, is that he questioned his father. His father went and after Rachel died, his father moved his bed into Billah's tent. And Reuven stood up for the honor of his mother and he moved the bed, his father's bed, into his mother's tent. He should have realized that whatever Yaakov does, he's doing because that is the right thing to do. And he has no place, his son has no place, to, no position to go and to question his father. And that is what Reuben was doing tshuva for. And now this opportunity presented itself to show his real tshuva. Because the Rambam says, if somebody really wants to do tshuva, it has to be ba'osa makam, ba'osa zman in that place, in that time, the same feelings, and still to refrain from doing the Avera, that would show you the tshuva. The brothers wanted to get rid of Yosef because they felt that Yaakov was treating Yosef differently. Yaakov was favoring Yosef. Ruvain also saw that his father was favoring Yosef. But Ruvain said, I learned my lesson. If that's what my father's doing, that's the right thing. I am in no position to question my father. Ruvain had the most to lose from all this. Because Reuven was the Bahar, and it seemed like Yosef was going to get everything. And Reuven said, if this is what my father is doing, if these are the actions of my father, who am I to question them? And therefore, I'm going to go and save Yosef. My father is favoring him, that's my father's decision. I am not here to question my father. And therefore, he wants to bring Yosef back to his father. Says in Medrash when Reuven came back and he saw that Yosef was gone, he says, Ani what am I going to do now? I can't anymore show in a concrete way that I did tshuva. I can't anymore show that I'm not questioning my father because I cannot bring him back. 
what a lesson the Chumash is teaching us is that we are not in a position to question our parents. That's not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to honor and to revere our parents. And that is what Reuven was doing tshuva for. The 1940s, Chacham David Satin used to live in Argentina, then as a child moved to Yerushalayim, he was called back to Argentina to become the chief rabbi of Buenos Aires. And he came back with his family. He had a son, Don Shaul Sutton. Don Shaul, he got married, he started a business. He was a small businessman selling textiles, clothing, material. And his father called him in on the night before Yom Kippur. He says, Don Shaul, I need you to do me a favor. So he turns to his father, Abba, of course, whatever you want. He said, tomorrow night they're going to be selling Kol Nidre. The person who's going to daven Kol Nidre, who's going to hold the Sefer Torah, I want you to buy it for me. Okay. No, no, no. Don Shaul, I want you to spend whatever it costs to buy it for me. Now, Don Shaul knew that the community just made a decision. The Vada Kihila, the board of the community made a decision that they needed to raise funds, and even though for many, many years the position of Kol Nidre went to the Rav, a very special position, especially in that community, it was a very, very special position. Yet, they said, we have to sell it because we need to raise funds for the shul. So now, his father, Chacham David Satan, is telling his son, Dan Shul, to buy for him? Fine. Well, sure enough, it comes the night of Yom Kippur, and they start to sell the kibbut of Kol Nidre. And he bids. Well, other wealthy men build up, bid also. Other people wanted it. What a beautiful opportunity. And he kept on bidding. And the wealthy people kept on bidding. And Don Shaul kept on bidding. And now all of a sudden it started to get serious. The price kept on going higher and higher. And Don Shaul said to himself, my father told me, dude, I'm going to do it. And he kept on bidding higher and higher. At one point he wondered, is this covered really worth it? I'm going to have to start selling parts of my business to do this. But he says, you know what my father said? I'm going to do what my father asked me. And it got to a point where even the wealthy people had to stop. And Don Shaul indeed bought Kol Nidre, and of course he was mechabed his father with it. Matzion Kippur, his father, calls him in and he says, Don Shaul, I want to thank you for what you did. I bless you with health and with a lot of wealth. He said, Amen. Now Don Shaul had to go and sell half of his business to pay the Shaul for what he bid for. But he was still happy to do what his father wanted him to do. Years later, his father passed away. He became successful. He opened up a business called Crandall Perfume. Opened up a business, Canon Puntana, that sold his perfume. And he made a lot of money. One of his sons became big time Chacham. The other one, also a wealthy businessman. And then, shortly before he died, they discovered some papers of his father, the Chacham, Chacham David, when he was still the Rav of Buenos and over there he saw written as follows, that he wrote to somebody, that unfortunately the community in Buenos Aires is looking to downplay the role of halacha. And just to go with tradition and not to be so strict with halacha. In order to do that, we have to downplay the role of rabbi. And in rabbi, instead of being the leader of the community, the rabbi has to be a servant of the community. And the first order of business to do that is to take away Kol Nidre from the rabbi. Turns out, they were not taking away Kol Nidre from the Rav so they could raise needed funds. They were doing it 
to take away the covet of the Rav, to take away the authority of the Rav. And therefore, Chacham David Satan said, wrote this letter, that he's going to do whatever it takes to get back Kol Nidre. Not because he needed the covet, but for the covet of the Rav, of the community, and to keep the community attached to Tyre and to Mitzvahs. And that's part he did not tell his son. But his son went, and he listed his father anyways, and he did not question his father. Indeed, not only did he get rewarded with health and with wealth, but he also got rewarded that he was able to keep the community of Buenos Aires to be a community that is attached to Tyre and to Mitzvahs. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.